Welcome to Flyover Conservative Podcast with David and Stacey Whited, where we break down current events and examine culture through the lens of conservative Christian values. Yay, welcome. We are so excited to be with you tonight. If you're new to Flyover Conservatives, our slogan is wake up, speak up, and show up. We all wanted President Trump to do 80 million things to save our country. And what we've learned over these last couple of years, what we really need is 80 million of us doing one thing every single day to save our own country. And you're probably one of those 80 million or you wouldn't be taking time out to be watching this. You could be, uh, you know, playing video games and doing drugs you know, or whatever, <laughs> like like they want all the useless eaters doing out there that, that uh, you know, or the resistance. And, uh, you know, we're kind of banded together because we believe in like, you know, we're all created equal in God's image and every living human has the right to, you know, thrive and prosper and that government's there to serve us and simply keep us maybe safe from other governments, but God not to, gave us those rights. That our rights came from yes. God, not from some clown in, in DC that probably couldn't do your job mm-hmm. uh, for a week. If you run an HVAC company or a tanning salon or whatever it is you do, most most elected leaders couldn't do your job. Sad. Uh, so it, we're kind of in this in this weird spot where we have to uh, have two things going at the same time. One, be aware yep. of, of 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 what's going on in the world around us. Number two, take action in our own lives so that we're as insulated as possible from their craziness. Have you ever seen the movie Edward Scissorhands? You know, it's yeah, he's cutting everybody with his uh, yeah. scissor hands. And like, it's, and it's like <laughs> it's not even an argument whether he's good or bad. He kind of gets treated bad in the movie, but. He just if you're around him, you're going to get cut up. Mm-hmm. He himself, you know, was cut up, and it's like your proximity. It's like if you ever had a dog sprayed by a skunk. It's like you love the dog, yep. but you got to got to keep some distance so that the dog skunk uh, doesn't get on you. And these are the kind of things we have to be aware of when it comes to the world we live in and the people that that are for whatever crazy reason have been allowed to get into positions of power and put their hands on the levers around us that can impact us. And so um, used to be, maybe it took decades for some of their poor decisions to really have an impact in real life, but now it's in real time. You know, mm-hmm. everything is accelerated and fast. You don't send a package, faxing made things go faster. And now it's instant download and you click a document. Like everything is a compressed time frame, And so are the outcomes from the decisions that leaders make. So Say, where are you going with all this? What does it have to do with me? How is this show going to make my life better? Well, it's going to be a combination of, first of all, we're going to make it a little bit more informed. Um, uh, Greg Reese has an incredible Substack out there, and I encourage people to follow it. That'll not necessarily agree with every single thing he say is, says, and we align up. He's not my spiritual mentor or my anything else, but he is a great thinker, and he looks at every side of the Rubik's Cube, and he speaks freely about it, and then creates really great uh, uh, documents that you can read, that you can follow. And then he also puts many of them into a video form. Now we're gonna play two of them for you tonight. Um, I wanna wanna put a a link as well to a a documentary made by Oliver Stone called uh, Ukraine on Fire. So we're gonna be talking about it. We have been talking about it for quite some time, but it basically outlines how the Obama administration in 2014 uh, orchestrated a takedown in Ukraine to mm. put their puppets in place. And Ukraine, since that time, uh, has been run by Victoria Nuland. And and Tucker Carlson and many people have railed against her, but she sort of is one of these shadowy figures that just sort of operates on the peripheral because you have bigger problems. And she doesn't look like somebody that could probably run your school library, mm, no. let alone run a country. But it, it it's the darkness of the heart and the ability to take orders and, and overlook the value of the humans in front of her that allows people like Victoria Nuland uh, to succeed and thrive. So there was a, 
a kind of a warning of, of a false flag event. We're going to highlight this first one uh, where she's kind of the figure. And this was a week ago by Gregory's. Because of these actions, more information came out. So we're going to play two short clips back to back, starting out with Victoria Newland. But again, if you go back to Ukraine on fire, and we'll put a link to it down below. You can watch that documentary by Oliver Stone. It 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 shows you everything that's happened in Ukraine was put in motion in 2014, and there is no accident. Mm. But um, these people are they, they put the band back together as soon as uh, the Obama administration went into effect. And Victoria Newland is heading up what's happened in Ukraine. And I, I think everybody needs to know about what this first clip has to say. This report is based on a recent thread by Kim.com that I believe is important for people to be aware of. Last June, puppet President Volodymyr Zelensky warned the public that Russia was planning to attack the Zaporizhia nuclear power plant in Ukraine. There is now talk in Kiev that the real president of Ukraine, Victoria Newland, has become so desperate for NATO troops to enter Ukraine and continue this U.S. proxy war against Russia that she is willing to murder innocent locals with a radioactive cloud and blame it on Russian forces. And if you know about Victoria Newland and the government she works for, then this is absolutely a possibility. Independent journalist Gonzalo Lira, who was arrested and left to die in his jail cell by Newland's forces, did an excellent job describing Victoria Newland and the United States agenda in Ukraine. I highly recommend watching the entire thing. But here is my short edit. Victoria Newland is carrying out a policy which is very, very, very simple. The American goal, foreign policy goal, is to have a weak and preferably divided Russia, a Russia like the good old days in the 90s. Because in the 90s, after the collapse of the Soviet Union, the United States was able to enter Russia and exploit it to a degree that is unprecedented. Ukraine, since 1991, the collapse of the Soviet Union, has been a cesspool of Western corruption. Oligarchs were not only allowed to rise, but were in fact encouraged to rise by the Western powers, in particular the United States, because the United States figured that by way of these oligarchs, these countries could be controlled. If Russia was corrupt, if Ukraine was corrupt, it would be easy for Western interests to go into these countries and steal. When Putin arose, the people in the West thought, oh, he's one of our guys. But what they discovered, to their dismay, was that when Putin took power in roughly 1999, he cut a deal with his oligarchs. You stay out of politics and I'll stay out of your grift. But what happened was that slowly over the years, Putin started edging out the oligarchs. And even as he put in his own oligarchs, he started making those oligarchs smaller and weaker, which is what he's been doing for the past 23 years. Had Putin not existed in Russia, Russia would be what Ukraine is today. Americans started realizing this in the late 2000s, early 2010s. They started realizing that Putin was subtly resisting them, resisting their attempts to turn Russia into a whore. These Ukrainian extremists, they hate ethnic Russians. And that fits very neatly with Newland. Because Newland, throughout her career, she has always allied herself with groups that were extremely antagonistic towards Russians. She's always allied herself with people who hate Russians. When the Maidan revolution started, she supported the right sector. She micromanaged the Maidan revolution, and that implicated her. When uh, Petroshenko, Poroshenko came to power, the, the next president, she made sure that that government abused the Russians. 
And of course, she made sure that the Ukrainian army started getting seriously supplied with weapons. And she used that Ukrainian army, and she micromanaged this, to attack the Donbass. You have to understand that in a very real sense, Victoria Nuland has been president of Ukraine since 2014. And so the weapons flowed into Ukraine from starting in 2014 after the coup d'etat. She brought in the, um, the weapons. She's like the nexus of all these different interests that want to exploit Ukraine and use Ukraine to attack Russia with the ultimate goal of breaking up Russia and bringing back the good old days of the 90s, the good old days for the Westerners, the very, very bad old days for the Russians. The Russians don't want a repeat of the 90s. That was traumatic for them, as it would for any country. Word on the street is that the current commander-in-chief of Ukrainian forces isn't up for the task of attacking their own nuclear power plant. And so Newland is looking to replace him with Budinov, who will become the next Zelensky if he commits this war crime for the U.S. State Department. If these rumors are being considered by Russia, you can expect a major push to take control of Ukraine before it's too late. We do not warn of false flags to try to predict horrible events. We warn of false flags to try and prevent them. They are the norm for starting massive conflicts. They are based on lies, and so we only hope that the truth will make them futile. Last week, I reported on rumors that Victoria Newland was planning a false flag attack on a Ukrainian nuclear power plant. There is now talk in Kiev that the real president of Ukraine, Victoria Newland, has become so desperate for NATO troops to enter Ukraine and continue this U.S. proxy war against Russia that she is willing to murder innocent locals with a radioactive cloud and blame it on Russian forces. After that report, documentary filmmaker Chris Emery, who has spent years researching PATCON, the U.S. intelligence operation to use false flags as a way of criminalizing American patriots, reached out to me with some information that shows how this is standard operating procedure for the black hats in our government. We had uh, done our first movie premiere in March of that year in Salt Lake City with an attorney that we actually interviewed on the film by the name of Jesse Trinidu. He was approached by a, a command team leader that was in charge of 10, including himself, um, basically commandos, to blow up the Browns Ferry nuclear power plant in Athens, uh, Alabama, under the Operation PatCon. And then Jesse went into detail about what PatCon was, which would later morph into uh, the Waco attack and then the Oklahoma City bombing. And then our current present day uh, ramification of that was J6. That nuclear power plant is still standing today because this command leader says no, that violated their rules of engagement that they were taught in their special operations ever since he was, you know, a rookie uh, commando. And he says, we are not killing 27 innocent U.S. civilians, no matter how much money you're paying us. Each of his um, partners, uh, there were 10 commandos altogether, were given duffel bags full of cash. Each were given $5 million. They left it in the parking lot in the wee hours. He said between 2.30 and uh, 3 o'clock in the morning, they literally left these duffel bags in the parking lot, in the far end of the parking lot, away from the nuclear power plant and drove away. And they basically told their uh, their commanding officer at the Pentagon to F off. We are dealing with people that are, are of the occult, of, are in a dark, dark corner of, of the universe that we can't even even imagine. And uh, Newland is in that pack with Eric Garland and several others, without a doubt. Um, she needs to be brought up on, on treason and uh, 
indicted, put on trial and thrown in prison and the key tossed away. We also spoke on the subject of what looks to be the beginning of a false flag being set up on the southern border with World Economic Forum puppet Greg Abbott now calling for a civil war. What what in the world? Why did it take him almost two and a half years to gear up? I think it's it's disingenuous what he's doing. He, uh, the poor ranchers and the private citizens within 50, 60 miles of the border have gotten their land, their homes robbed, their ranches uh, decimated trash, uh, human waste, um, you know, uh, windows broken into, property damage. He could have put the thumbscrew on that a long time ago. Why he chose to do so now is, is beyond me. They're much more keen. They have the operative radar, um, you know, on high alert now, and they'll be able to uh, hopefully weed out a lot of these operatives that, uh, whether they know it or not, are being paid by the feds to be the fly in the ointment and get a lot more people in trouble. It's just going to be a reincarnation of J6 all over again. Expert on false flags and the southern border crisis, Michael Yawn, is also warning people not to fall for the trap. And we already know that the so-called, I call it OGUS, the occupational government of the United States, we already know that it's out of control. We already know that it, the only rules that it plays by is anything it can get away with, it will do, right? We already know that. We saw January 6th. We see Americans have to show their ID and get searched and whatnot to get on airplanes. Meanwhile, they got illegals, I mean, straight up invaders coming across the border by the thousands every day that can board aircraft without any ID. There, there are no rules. They, we are clearly being hunted. And, and I mean, the American citizens, patriots are clearly being hunted. They're looking for any excuse to go to war and they will do it. I mean, obviously, there's going to be a very serious war. It's clearly coming. Don't walk into their traps. Do not do it. Why, again, why would you go to Eagle Pass, which is so baited, when Abbott clearly could close the border if he wanted to? This is clearly a wrestling match. This is clearly a show. That's the Thunderdome. Don't go. Reporting for InfoWars, this is Greg Reese. This is a crazy time to be alive. Well, just in our lifetime, it used to be where you'd hear your grandparents talk about how cheap gas was and stuff, and it was 75 years before, 50 years you yeah. know, before. And so we've seen a lot of changes since Biden took office, $700 more a month. Than what you needed in January of 21 when he took office. You might hear these kind of things and think, oh, that's overwhelming. I can't control the government. I can't control what they're doing. I can't control the spending, but we can take care of ourselves. You want to make sure that you're buying bullion from somebody that you can trust and someone that does not charge you a commission when you go to sell. If there's going to be a commission, have it on the front end, not the back end when it skyrockets. And now you're like, oh my gosh, look at this big, huge commission I got to pay because it's on the back end before I sell it. You can buy an ounce of silver for $23. So this is something everybody can get into. And if silver goes to $50, if it goes to $75, if it goes to $100, all of those profits are yours. And that's happening while the dollar is buying less and less at the actual grocery store. So you can go to flyovergold.com, fill out your information. When you do that, someone from Dr. Kirk's team will get a hold of you to set up a free consultation. It doesn't cost you any money whatsoever. Or to do the same thing, you can just call 720-605-3900. We're going to jump into some content that I know is going to be applicable to every single person that had the ability and the talent and the skill level to be able to pull up this video and hit play and actually watch it because uh, you you, uh, probably 
do something to make a living. You do something to provide for your family. You're probably the kind of person that loves your country. Uh, if you're a man, you probably love your wife and your kids and you're doing this and woman, vice versa. You're trying to do something called build a life and survive inside of an ecosystem that's being run by crazy people. So it affects two different things. Uh, we got a guy that's written, I don't know how many books, but two really important ones. One, that because we're going to cover, cover today because here's what's happening. Uh, he's part owner and, and coaches over 160 different businesses from everything from uh, plastic surgeons to carpet cleaners and has a formula to help people make money and be productive. And you may say, oh, I don't like people that make money. And this guy, that's because you watch the stupid movie, The Titanic, too many times. <laughs> you think only the broke people have good life and rich people are sticking it to people. But it, that, that's we're not talking about that. People We're talking about the people that are trying to run a heating air conditioning company or sell mm-hmm. soap or do something and, and make money. And then because of his knowledge in that space, started diving into this guy named Klaus Schwab wrote a book called the the great reset and bragged about the fact that you will own nothing and mm-hmm. be happy. And so uh, the guy that wrote this book wrote a counter narrative called the great awakening, how to stick it to the man and be happy, how to own everything in your life, be debt free and thrive and prosper. Uh, he's host of the thrive time show and his name's Clay Clark. Yay! By the way, uh, again, I'm not prophetic. I just think in the future you may have a a kid rock style singer, uh, country slash rock singer that starts to bring a, a chorus into that intro music. The mu- intro music's hot. I just I can sense there's a some sort of a kid rock sort of singer l- listening to your show right now that's writing a hook for that intro. That intro's hot, Dave. <laughs> I love it. I we love would it. we would love it, Clay. I'm going to jump right into the meat of things because. Colton has something. Okay. Oh, right. Into, I want to jump. Clay, I want to jump right into the meat of, of things because, like, like fish living in a lake or the ocean. Like, okay, this is the environment we're in. We have to thrive based on on what's going on around us. And and, and while we're kind of aware on a certain level that we're two hundred and seventy some days away from the election, and we want to, you know, we're at a fork in the road, and we want to change things. In the meantime, uh, we have to acknowledge that that you're in the back of a taxi cab with a drunk driver. And they're, they're doing things to intentionally mess mm-hmm. up your ability to thrive and prosper in a biblical way. And so so the thing I want to pull out of you on an increasing basis is what can people do? Most people are awake. Or, wake up, speak up, show up. Most people are awake, mm-hmm. but but we want to look at what they're trying to do and then, and then judo move it into mm-hmm. how do we succeed? How do we counter that? Yeah. Well, let me do this real quick. I'm going to pull up a screen uh, shot here, and I don't exactly know where I'm going. So for your producer, just hang in with me for a second. I'm just going to go to rumble.com, and I'm going to do a search for our channel. Um, and I just want to give people some examples of people that are actually doing something practical. Okay, so uh, th- I just did a search on rumble.com for Thrive Time Show. This first guy, Ronnie Morales, uh, he listened to my podcast for nine consecutive years. Nine. And in this testimonial, he said he reached out. And uh, he grew his business in 50, by 57% the first year, which been, went from basically being not profitable to very profitable. Um, Aaron Antis grew his company, Shaw Homes, from $16 million to $160 million. What am I talking about? I'm talking about real people. Uh, this guy, Ryan Wimpy, true story. Um, he had been a dog trainer for a long time, and his business was stuck. And uh, by his own, uh, he, says, he said here, I went to a liberal arts college and got a degree. I didn't learn linear workflows. I learned stuff that I haven't been using for the last nine years. Here. Here is here it is actually be, uh, here is actually way better than what I got at business school. So you have to step one. You got to reach out. Okay. So for your listeners here, the flyover community, all you got to do is go to thrivetimeshow.com. We do business conferences, and I have been doing them every two months since two thousand five. This is not a new idea. Every two months is two thousand five. So um, six a year. So I've probably done almost sixty at this point. 
And uh, I used to travel around, but my wife and I, we host these every two months at my office in Tulsa. I've been hosting these business workshops since 2005. And at the workshops, we cover branding, marketing, search engine, web development, uh, online ads, accounting, hiring, firing, training, everything you need to know to learn, to learn how to start and grow a successful company. And I'm just clicking on some images so you can see these are real people. You look at them. These are real people that really do. Uh, this lady here started a company called Rustic Cuff over a $10 million a year apparel company. That's Matt Klein, the franchise brand developer with oxyfresh.com. So step one, I mean, these are, these are real people. These are real people mm-hmm. here who've attended our real workshops. So one, just go to thrivetimeshow.com, find a way to get out to our upcoming workshop coming up here in March. Um, and again, for our events, I've always done it this way. You can buy a ticket at full price, which is 250 bucks. Or again, I've always done this for our business workshops because I view it kind of like more of like a ministry. You can just pay whatever price you want to pay. It's what sticks some meat on it. Guys like Sherwood.tv, who's been on your show often. Sure. Yep. Um, we've helped him grow his brand. I believe he said by 8X, eight times since the lockdowns. Now, you'd have to talk to him. Um, you have people like uh, Meehan, Dr. Meehan. Um, this guy uh, doubled the size of his practice, MeehanMD.com. So doctors. So back to your root question. What can you do? You got to focus on what you can control. And so whether you're a doctor, you're a dentist, you're a lawyer, uh, I'll give you one more example. Uh, This guy, Weimer, love this guy, Weimer, love telling telling his story. Weimer is a pool cleaning guy who had just recently discovered that he no longer had a future at his current employment. And so he ended up at one of our workshops through a series of random events. I think he heard about me on Alex Jones and thought that our Reawaken tour event was my business workshop. So he showed up at a business workshop looking for a Reawaken tour, noticed there was no general (laughs) plan. Uh, stuck around, and we've helped him to grow this business from a startup to now uh, a company where he's making more money per month than most doctors. Um, full package media. This is a guy who, true story, he was a paramedic, and uh, through a series of events, he heard about what I did, and we've helped him to grow a multi million dollar company with no previous experience. So, step one give yourself a checkup from the neck up and say, What can I do yep. to get unstuck and mm-hmm. focus on what you can control? You can't get the Republican Party to do anything. You can't get the Democrats to do anything. You're not going to have an interactive conversation with Klaus Schwab about the Great Reset. But what you can do is, one, you can make sure that you and your family go to be with Jesus when the time comes. First Thessalonians chapter 4. So step one, make sure your family knows Christ. Make sure you know Christ, your family. Second, go to one of our in-person workshops. I promise you'll laugh, you'll learn, but you'll actually learn how to start and grow a successful company. And Dave, um, in the way that a, a singer who's good at singing likes to sing, and the way that a basketball player who's good at basketball likes to play basketball, I like to teach people how to grow companies because it's been very easy for me to do. I grew up poor. I saw what it's like to grow up with poverty. I figured out how to not be poor around the age of 18 or so. And since that time, I just teach people how to grow companies. So if you can learn, folks, by going to thrivetimeshow.com. That's my call to action for you, Dave. And you're anointed and you work really, really hard, you know, and that's quite a combination. A great combo. It is. It's a great combination. I have to ask you, Clay, before we started recording today, I was, I was blown away. I saw on the news, CNN, that Elon Musk, uh, they actually implanted a chip in a person's brain. Today. Like Today. It's, done. it's not a theory. Can, can you talk about that? Because you've been talking about Elon Musk for quite a while now. Very concerning. Yeah. Okay, well, one is, uh, that's Revelation chapter 17, verse 3, that we're watching happen real time. Revelation chapter 17, verse, let me pull this up real quick here. Let me pull it up. This will be all of one, 
all of one mind, King James, pull it up here. So this would be um, Revelation 17, 13, and it says, These have one mind and shall give their power and strength unto the beast. Um, so just so we're clear, with this technology, you can now connect everyone's brains together. Now, here's the, here's the very concerning thing. I was at the phone store where all my great market research happens. And I'm talking to the phone, <laughs> phone guy. And I said, phone guy, this is true story. I said, hey, hey, man, real quick, my feet, you know, no matter what your problem is, you have to be there an hour. I mean, you might just need to upgrade your plan. You might need to get a new phone. You're going to be there an hour. So I talked to the phone guy. I said, phone guy, would you put a chip in your head? He goes, absolutely, dude. That thing connects you to AI. It's oh. awesome. So that's where we're at as a culture. Uh, many people have self-driving cars. Uh, one of my uh, longtime clients almost died recently because he hit the self-driving car button. And his car, true story, was driving where there is not a bridge. So his car was driving where the bridge should be, but there is not a bridge because they just started construction. And he was like half asleep. And he was actually reading a book, he said. He's oh. reading a book and he recognized, I'm going to go off this bridge, high bridge, and die. So he's like, hits the thing, turns the thing. And he's like, I got, you know. And I said, how close did you get? He's like, I don't know. I probably was a half mile away from dying, going right off a bridge. They're under construction. What a, you know, because they, again, people are given their authority over to this. And just to yeah. put a little meat on the bone, this is uh, Yuval Noah Harari, a guy that nobody likes to watch. And people always say, Clay, why do you give this guy a platform? He's the world's most, he's the world's best selling author. He's praised by Obama, Zuckerberg, Gates, MIT, Stanford, Harvard. His name's Yuval Noah Harari. Listen to what he says here. A good two-way communication system, direct communication system between brains and computers, this is kind of a, the, the watershed moment. I mean, once you have a good two-way, nobody has any idea what happens after that. If you have um, uh, a good two-way communication system, direct brains and computers, it also means you can connect several brains together to create an interbrain net with a com because it's, it's the, same, the same system, the same communication system. And nobody has any idea what this... Now, this technology, the first product they're rolling out is called telepathy. That's uh, the first product. So again, I'm not naming these products. It's called telepathy. And telepathy, um, Elon Musk has announced, it is a program that will allow you to communicate with just your mind and control your mouse, your phone, and to be able to receive signals. Um, this is how it works. Um, so you're controlling a phone, your car, device. And that's called telepathy. And Musk is now openly talking about this. And this is a Musk again. So again, folks, Elon Musk and Grimes just sort of on the same page. Grimes is Elon Musk's lady friend who he chose to produce two kids with. And Grimes is uh, a big fan of the uh, interactive brain interfaces, these, these neural interfaces that connect your brain to chat GPT. Um, and she's pushing a, pro a product called the Neurosity Crown, which is a non-invasive version, which connects your uh, brain to chat GPT at all times. Uh, this is Grimes, and uh, she wants to connect your brain to chat GPT. Elon Musk is pushing the um, what they call the uh, it's it's you have the non-invasive interface. That's what Grimes pushes. He please he's pushing the invasive. So he's putting where you put a chip in your skull. 
And again, to think about the corruption, the FDA that told your grandma she can't take hydroxychloroquine to take to treat COVID-19, they have approved Elon Musk to put these in people's brains. And Elon Musk is saying by his own – I've been saying this for three years, but he's now, he's now saying it. So for some reason, it's more true today. Good job, Elon Musk. Way to tell us what you were going to do. So Elon Musk is now saying that moving forward – um, it, you're going to get to a place in space where he says this enables control of your phone or computer through them almost any device just by thinking. Uh, initial users will initial users will be those who have lost the use of their limbs. Uh, initial users. Now he goes on and on to talk about this, but it's not good. It's not the long term vision to help people walk who are paralyzed. The long term vision is to make it where your brain is connected to Chat GPT, a technology that he controls. That's that is the goal. It's total control. That's just crazy. Well, and again, crazy. that that is what could bring you to a place where you own nothing and be mm-hmm. happy. You know, you mentioned Harari there, and you played a clip from Harari. I mean, his his final line in many of his speeches is the only real hope for humanity because we have all these useless people that we have no need for because AI is doing their jobs is we'll have to entertain them with drugs and video games. Mm -hmm. And you look at a lot of our youth today. I think over 70% of all fighting age men in America do not meet the minimum requirements to enter the military. And it's, it's, Mm. you know, due to, you know, physical fitness or, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, mental uh, issues. And um, I think that's kind of, not the problem. I think that's kind of their goal. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Oh, you're, you're hundred percent correct. And I want to play this real quick. I want to respect uh, your hard stop today. So if we go to give forward slash Navarro for anybody out there, things you can do again, I talked to you about the in-person thrive time show two day interactive business workshop. It's at my office. It's two days. I promise you'll laugh. You'll learn. You'll be in the room with many, many millionaires who were not millionaires before they came to our workshop. So you're in the room with success stories. So you can ask them during the breaks, like, hey, how did you do it? How did it, well, how long did it take? That kind of thing. Uh, but Peter Navarro is a good friend of ours, mutual friend of ours, and he is needing to raise $950,000 so that he can fight back against the shamakery and the jackassery of legal persecution, a.k.a. lawfare. This is a man who refused to uh, comply with a subpoena issued related to January 6th because he refuses to betray President Trump and the office of the presidency. He's not going to share about the private conversations he had with President Trump. So he needs to raise $62,985. You guys have been a huge part of it. On Christmas Eve is when I first First learned about this situation. I reached out to you guys, and mm-hmm. you guys were so great. I'll share the word. Your listeners have come in, and I want to celebrate everybody out there who's donating $10, $20, dollars Everybody's out there giving a little bit, $25, $25, $50. Everybody's getting involved right now. So if you donate anything at all by going to givesengo.com forward slash Navarro, you are entered in a chance to win a backstage pass to the Reawaken America Tour. We need to help him raise 62985 additional dollars as soon as possible so he can appeal this and fight this all the way up to the Supreme Court. So again, if you just go to gibsongo.com forward slash Navarro and you donate anything at all, and then you go to thrivetimeshow.com, thrivetimeshow.com, uh, and you can go right there to request tickets for the Reawaken Tour. You just go to the same place. You got your business ticket. Just go to thrivetimeshow.com, and you click here. Re- once you request a ticket, or you can go to timetofreeamerica.com, timetofreeamerica.com, to request a ticket. Once you do that, just text me proof that you donated. So you're just going to text me proof that you've donated some amount. It doesn't matter what the amount is, and you're entered in for a chance to win a backstage pass for the final Reawaken America wow. Tour 
7th and 8th, Detroit, Michigan. Uh, just so you know, Alina Haba, Trump's attorney, she'll be there. Uh, Cash Patel, she'll be there. Peter Navarro should be there, God willing. Uh, you have General Flynn, um, Eric Trump, uh, Laura Trump, Mike Lindell. You, 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 you all will be there. I mean, it's oh, yeah. going to be a blasty blast. So, again, uh, three calls to action today, folks. One. Go to thrivetimeshow.com and come to one of our in-person workshops. I promise it'll help you change your life. If you're employed and you want to become self-employed, that's the way to do it, thrivetimeshow.com. And by the way, that event is coming up in March. So March is the day. I do every two months, but it's March 7th and 8th. Second thing, go to time2freeamerica.com, and you can request tickets for the Reawaken America Tour. Uh, that's D- it's, uh, June 7th and 8th in Detroit, Michigan. And then finally, make sure you support Peter Navarro today. Everybody out there, we're, uh, most people are probably looking to, to lose some weight or to stop supporting woke companies. So maybe fast for a meal today and take that $5 or $10 and donate that today at givesendgo.com forward slash Navarro. A lot of information. Hopefully I didn't go over my time. No, you did absolutely amazing. You're perfect. I know I know that this uh, this book is available as a free PDF download on your website as well. Um, if you can tell people yeah. how to how to do that. And then how do they get this book? We got it at one of your business workshops, but everybody in our team has read this. It's, it, it's, it's one of these books you can just kind of Pick up and don't get thrown off, Flyover family. You see the word "rich" on there, like I don't know about rich. Like you'll say that, and then you're like, "How can I support Elon Musk?" Mm-hmm. You know, it's just kind of of a goofy uh, programming. But this is a book you pick up, and it's more like a magazine. You know, where like every every page has a graph or a picture or a checklist or or something very applicable. Um, you know, don't be intimidated because it's really thick because it has a lot of pictures. So even if you're like one of my relatives, you would probably uh, be able to get through it and enjoy it. Well, if you you go to thrivetimeshow.com forward slash millionaire, every book that I've ever written is available to um, download for free or you can buy it. But you go to thrivetimeshow.com forward slash millionaire. So thrivetimeshow.com forward slash millionaire. You can download any of my books for free. And if you want to buy the book, you just go to thrivetimeshow.com and you click on shop now. Um, But I have three uh, new books coming out today, actually. So just for anybody (laughs) out there. You're a freak. You are a book writing freak. No, no. The way I write books for anybody out there that wants help on writing books, what you do is you have to write the manuscript, right? So I wrote the the manuscript for book one, two, three, um, and then you have to edit it. So I just edited book one, two, three, and then did the typeset for book one, two, three. So today, when you look uh, later tonight, you'll probably see three new books. Uh, One is on public speaking. Um, how to become an effective speaker. One is on selling, and then one uh, just how to sell more. And then another book is uh, I think it's hilarious, but it's about calling your leads. Uh, so many people today, just for whatever reason, call an inbound lead to their business one time, and it turns out in our culture today, this in my office we have to, uh, with my clients. Our average client tells me they have to call, text, and email an inbound lead from a customer an average of six times before the customer picks up the phone. So I wrote a book called Call Your Leads, and on every page of the book, it's another tip on how to call. Your leads. So it's a really incredible book. Uh, so one is kind of funny. The other two on public speaking and on sales. Uh, those are really uh, serious books. But again, that'll be thrivetimeshow.com forward slash millionaire. And one more thing, an employee of mine has been with me for about three years. Great kid. Great guy. Um, he uh, showed up in my life. His website is jtlawson.com. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. And uh, he showed up as an unplay, unpaid employee who wanted to intern, and he quickly learned how to earn over $100,000 a year, and then he learned how to invest in real estate. Then he learned how to open his own company. He's really doing great, and he wrote a book about what he learned during the three years that he has shadowed with me and been around me. And if anybody buys a copy of his book at uh, jtlawson.com, the book is called What I Learned from My Millionaire Mentor, you are actually entered in for a chance to win a trip to Hawaii. So he's given away a trip to Hawaii and a life 
life-changing book. Just this morning, I found out that he sold 80 copies of the book last night. So wow. last night, 80 wow. copies. It's really taken off. Again, that's jtlawson.com. Uh, you can get that book. I promise you, but anybody in your life who's in their mid-20s, early 30s, anybody who's not dead who feels stuck, that book is a great book for him because he writes it from a very self-deprecating, very honest perspective where he was a very aggressive, hardworking guy who was just going aggressively in a circle and he needed to have a mentor and he had the courage to reach out and ask if he could work for free to learn how to do it. And uh, for anybody out there, I just encourage everybody out there, you can do it. Amen. And we'll put the interview. We did an uh, in-person interview with JT, which was absolutely amazing. We're getting great reviews on that. People loved it. We'll put that in the notes below as well, link to that, because that was a great interview. If you're on a platform that doesn't have notes, just go to Rumble or go to flyover.live and you can find it there. So Clay, thank you so much for your time. We really appreciate it. Thank you guys so much. Have a great day. And uh, Colton, I know you can hear me right now. I appreciate all the magic you're doing behind the scenes. Thank you, Avery. Thank you, Team Flyover. Appreciate you guys. All right, Flyover family. My name is Avery Whited. I'm the daughter of David and Stacy. I'm just moving in, so I had to get an order for my pillow and get the things that I needed. So let's look inside. I got some my pillow uh, towels, kitchen towels. I got some of their Giza sheets. Now, I've never actually been able to use them, but I've heard amazing things from my parents about them. And last but not least, something for Charlie. Hey, dog bed. All right, Charlie, let's go put this in the dryer and flip it up for you. Come on, buddy. Nice and warm and fluffy. Perfect for my little guy. Come here, Charlie. All right, if you want to get your own products, go to mypillow.com and use promo code FLYOVER to save up to 66% off. My towels solved a problem that we've all had with towels. You go into the stores and they feel lotiony and soft, but then you get them home and they wind dry you. That's why I made my towels. They actually work, they're soft, and they absorb. And now I'm excited to announce two brand new lines of my towels. What makes them the best towels ever is they're now made with 100% long staple Shapir cotton. This is a combed ring spun cotton that makes my towels even softer and more absorbent than ever. And now you get a six piece set for an amazing introductory sale price as low as $29.98. So go to mypillow.com or call the number on your screen. Use your promo code to get my towels for only $29.98. Or you can get my designer premium line for just $20 more. Either way, you save 50% now on all my towels. They actually work. What a concept. This offer won't last long, so please order now. MyPillow.com All right, Flavor family. Everybody likes to think, if I was alive during the Civil War, I would have been on this side, or I would have done this. If I was there, if I was in Nazi Germany, I would have been Bonhoeffer. Well, the truth is, there weren't a lot of Bonhoeffers. That's why they write books called Bonhoeffer, because there weren't a thousand people standing up willing to risk everything on a on a hill that says you know what I don't I don't I don't care uh if this even makes a difference I'm not going to bend on something where you're willing to really stand up and tell the truth like if 2 plus 2 is 4 you're not going to say it's 5 just because that's kind of the the pressure going on around you right. everybody likes to put them when you watch a movie you're like my William Wallace or my Robert the Bruce and the helmet falls off like who who am I in this story when you're watching a movie you kind of project on that and everybody likes to think they'd be the hero but you know every day people come to these little forks in the road and what do you choose 
you know, what do you choose? Do you choose this or that? And it's a little, little micro tests all the time. And then every once in a while, someone in their life will get a test that says, you know what? Two plus two is four. I'm not going to, I'm not going to bend on this. Mm -hmm. Even if it means risking everything that I've worked for. What if you spent your life dedicated to a career path and you went from uh, being a, a beat cop to, to a high level position, having your dream position, uh, working for the highest level law enforcement agency in, in, in this country, you know, the FBI, would you stand up and risk everything to say, no, no, mm -hmm. two plus two is four. It's not five. I'm not going to do I don't, you know, you got to ask yourself every once in a while, like, what am I really made of? And, and would I be willing to risk everything to tell the truth? Most of us don't get that level of a test. Mm -hmm. But but one guy did. He wrote a book called called My Journey from Beat Cop to Suspended FBI Whistleblower. And when the lights were on and the moment was the toughest, he did the right thing. And I think you're about to learn a whole lot from our friend, Mr. Steve Friend. Yay! Welcome back. Thank you. And that's a great introduction. Uh, you know, I think this will mean a lot to you all. You know, my uh, my favorite presidential quote is from John Quincy Adams. Duty is ours. Results are God's. And then we mm. learn from the, the book of Esther that uh, we were born for such a time as this. And those are the, the two mm. sort of ideas that I've I've tried to fold into to what I've been doing for the last uh, year and year and a few months here. Now, well, we really appreciate everything that you've done to help yeah. to get the truth out, because even though you left, you were not silent and you're like, OK, this is what's going on. And we need to make a difference in this country. Yeah, I mean, I think we can all make a difference in our own lives. Uh, the personal motto I've always had, either professionally or this one in my own life, is paint the fence. If, if we sort of view the mission at hand as this giant fence that stretches from the one end of the block to the other, but we all paint the section that's in our yard, the whole fence is going to get painted. Mm -hmm. So there, there's there's really a personal accountability yeah. in, in doing whatever you can to, to best influence uh, your, your surroundings. For sure. I, I, I love it. Now, Flyover family, if 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 you if you like America even a little bit, forget like if you love it, you consider yourself a patriot, whatever, however, however you pat your own back. If you even like this country, you like freedom, you like liberty, you need to go to his Rumble channel uh, and, and and hit follow, hit subscribe, because you're going to get a dose of stuff with an angle from somebody who has a credibility to speak mm -hmm. truth because they have a track record of doing it when it's really hard. Everybody can step on and be like, you know, yeah, everybody watches Rocky and then you shadow box and do a couple of push-ups. But like, what do you do on like a Tuesday yeah. morning, the alarm goes off at five, do you do push-ups then? You know, it's, it's when, when things were the hardest, he did the right thing. So go to Rumble uh, at a-M-R-A-D pod for, um, how's it supposed to say for American Radicals, Radicals podcast. podcast. Is that right? That's right. It's the AMRAD pod, American Radicals. We like to, to poke the bear a little bit more uh, at the FBI because we figure that we're probably domestic terrorists to them at this point. Man, okay, oh. talk a little bit about that. Um, you know, just in a couple of minutes, talk about your journey through that. So you were police officer, FBI, you know, you... Uh, then moved from you where you were working on like sex trafficking, child, all of those kind of things. They moved like you noble, over to, worthy stuff. Like that's something yeah. you can wake up. I'm going to stop these. These are bad guys. Yeah. They moved you over to domestic terrorists with what's going on in Jan 6. So kind of to cover a little bit about that and then where you are today. My first seven years in the FBI, I was in the Midwest working at Iowa, Nebraska on Indian reservations and was on the SWAT team out there working really violent crime, opened 200 cases, arrested 150 criminals in that time, got real familiar with the way you're supposed to actually do cases in the FBI, transferred to Florida, Daytona Beach in 2021 to work on the human trafficking and the child pornography angle. And interestingly, those are the two lowest priorities for the FBI, but they're also, I think, the, some of the most impactful work you can do. <laughs> Yeah. And then was sort of unceremoniously transferred over to domestic terrorism, was told child pornography was not a priority, was not going to be worked anymore from our office, uh, and then was told to focus on January 6th, which I did. 
So look, if you ask me to jump, I'll say how high I'm really mission focused. But I, when I saw the January 6th cases, it was immediately apparent that the FBI is manipulating the terrorism stats and was using very aggressive means to arrest people. And in my office, they were going to use a SWAT team to arrest someone who they'd interviewed. He said he would cooperate. And then they waited for a year and a half and they were going to send a SWAT team to do it. So I, I thought that that presented an unnecessary risk to his safety, to our safety, sort of said, look, we Monday morning quarterback Waco, today's Saturday. I'm yeah. here telling you that we're going to be lucky to get through this. Man, wow. and, and there's That's been, cool so what the, the effort has been since 2021 has been people that have gone into the Capitol, but some changes have been happening. Talk a little bit about that and what the next step is now. Well, even in my first meeting, my super frontline supervisor told me that the intention was going to be to expand the dragnet. It's not going to be just people who were inside the four walls of the Capitol, for lack of a better term. They're going to include people now that were on the grounds themselves, standing on the perimeter, on the grass, people who might not even known that that was a quote unquote restricted area, because now we're seeing video footage of these groups that move these, these uh, obstructions out of the way. And if you arrived hours later, this, this whole ignorance of the law is no excuse. A first-year law student would be able to dismiss that. But it sort of comports with this whole narrative that we're getting from the DOJ and the FBI that domestic terrorism is on the rise. They're running out of these suspects. They need to keep this churning going so they can keep juking the stats and boosting the numbers because January 6th should be one case. But instead, they've opened up a separate case for every single person. And now they've spread them around the country for wherever they live so that we now create the illusion that there are domestic terrorists around the continental United States when, in fact, it's going to people who just walked into the Capitol or now stood outside. Wow, man. Well, it, it sort of becomes then, you know, it could become anybody that's ever worn a red hat. You know, when you when you start using there, there's two divisions, I think, have been really manipulated, you know, for what I consider the, the, the leftist edge of the Democratic Party. One is the media. Uh, used to run cover because none of this would be possible if there wasn't a daily barrage of of media coverage manipulating that message. And then number two, the weaponization of of, of law enforcement from the DOJ, the FBI, and, and all the way through. Those things couldn't take place if it, if it if there was a fair and balanced system that was representing all Americans. But it really depends mostly, it, it appears to me as a regular citizen, it depends on where do you align politically is going to become uh, problematic uh, in the future. And, and I think you've, you've nailed the, the latter part there. Look, there's a political a aspect to it, and there's also a bureaucratic aspect to it. And when you combine them, you get the worst possible combination because now we have – the politically captured top of the uh, of the FBI, it's sort of a pyramid. It's a small cadre of people that are calling the shots and they're directing their underlings to do things. Uh, and we've had the evolution in national security, especially from we're going after terrorists to now we got to go after homegrown violent extremists who are the Muslim Americans who were frankly entrapped mostly to the domestic violent extremists that we've been seeing recently. And now there's a new phrase. And we talk about political capture. Uh, this is an acronym that's just emerged. It's been around for a few years. It's called AGAVE anti-government, anti-authority, violent extremist. And that is someone that the FBI and the Department of Homeland Security have put out a memo describing the profile of an agave is someone who has just a perception of government overreach, negligence, or illegitimacy. And if you fit any one of those, you could find yourselves in the crosshairs of a domestic terrorist uh, investigation from the FBI. Which was basically would also could be categorized as calling out uh, corruption or uh demanding accountability 
you know, everybody's kind of frustrated. You know, it's like you'd use a joke. Like if you run a small business, you'd be like, hey, this isn't the government here. You need to produce. I don't want to come in your feet on that. You don't get paid for breathing. Like we need results. Like if it's a sales organization, if you're trying to run any kind of a business, there's a, it's, it's synonymous in regular culture that, you know, the typical DMV or, you know, whatever, any kind of a, of an institution, you know, like that is not going to be the highest caliber, get things done, uh, you know, kind of a, an organization. Everybody, everybody that's a doer of any kind would want more accountability from those that we've elected to go represent us in elected position. And so any complaint against their job performance that in a meritocracy, you would call out. If you're an NFL coach and you lose more than half the games, they're going to call for your job, you know. Uh, but when it comes to government, um, actually, it's it's a very profitable place to be. And it's the only sector of our world that you can fail your way to the top. It's almost like, mm -hmm. like man, you did a terrible job of running San Francisco. Let's make you the governor. Right. Oh, man. You know, hey, you got great teeth and great hair. I know you mm -hmm. suck at your job, but maybe you should be the president. Mm -hmm. Like, it's the only place that you can suck your way to the top. It is. And Good I'm man for going to arrest work, me for right? saying that. That's terrorist talk there. There's there's a problem with the promotion process because it starts so early in your career. If you want to get to the very top of the rungs of the ladder and there's a mandatory retirement age at age 57, you get six years minimum experience of actually doing the work of an FBI agent. And that is the people that are calling the shots for the FBI. And that has catastrophic consequences because mm -hmm. their motivation is in promotion. Their, their, their passion is in promotion. It's not in actually doing the job they have. It's in getting to the next job, which is how you get someone like Jennifer Moore, who was the special agent in charge of intelligence in Washington, D.C. on January 6th, who had no experience in intelligence and then was promoted twice after that. Or uh, someone who just was promoted, Sinjay Vermani, uh, was promoted a week ago. He is now the special agent in charge of counterterrorism in Washington, D.C., which is arguably the most important terrorism, counterterrorism position in the federal government. He has three years of actual experience. He worked on cyber crimes and some counterterrorism matters in San Francisco about two decades ago. So what could possibly go wrong? Man. Like, well, this is somebody we can work with. Yeah. And, and okay, so we're talking about things that are domestically the, the domestic terrorists, but what about what's going on on the border? You know, millions of people have been flooding over our border. We don't know who they are. We don't know where they're coming from. Um, all different ages. A lot of young men we're seeing come over uh, over our border. From every nation from in the world. From every nation. I want to play a clip for you real fast and then get your response, but also give you a little history of who this guy actually is. Check this out. You are smart enough, you will know who I am. But you are really not smart enough to know who I am. But soon you're gonna know who I am. Very easy. Ah, very easy. <laughs> the, the entitlement, the entitlement. No, believe me, I'm much better than that. The entitlement, guys. Okay, uh, that's just somebody on the border that caught footage. And they're just uh, documenting what's going on. And there's massive numbers. I mean, the, it's the equivalent of the city of Cincinnati came over in the month of December. And those just the, the ones that are documented and that they know of. I mean, it's 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 unbelievable. And you hear all kinds of a range of numbers. But we would be the easiest nation in the world to invade. I can't imagine during World War II, we could send over like military personnel uh, to Germany. And uh, they'd give them uh, phones and money and health care to move into Berlin. You know, and I mean, it would be the easiest invasion of all time. Uh, so that clip went out. It went kind of viral just because of the guy's arrogance. You're too dumb to know who I am, but soon you will. Um, 
So this came back out. General Flynn and other people retweeted this because of facial recognition. Within a short period of time, they recognized uh, this alleged terrorist terrorist warning Americans. Uh, Soon you will know who I am. Appears to be, I'm going to do the best with his name, uh, Movsam Samadov. Apparently we'll all know that name soon. A Muslim who was released in January 2023 after serving 12 years for being a terrorist. Uh, Will the Democrat voters ever wake up to this invasion of the southern border? Um, We put a link to that below. That's one. When you're talking millions, it's pretty easy to slip through. Most of them just don't run their yapper quite like that guy did. The question I would have for you, Steve, is it seems like the majority of FBI agents are kind of maybe former military and different things. They're kind of they're going to follow orders and they're sort of, you know, they they don't promote independent thinkers. They promote people that are going to give a task and they get the job done. Mm -hmm. So wherever they put the carrot, wherever they place the bullseye, that's what they're going to go after. So the, the the agents are not given the freedom to go after guys like that. They're more rewarded for going after soccer moms or petty theft in a lot of states. So what poses, in your opinion, as a trained analyst, and you've spent over a decade breaking down cases, is, is a guy like that a bigger threat to the lives and the well-being of Americans or a soccer mom that was somewhere near the premises um, um, on the grass observing things on January 6th? Well, I think definitely uh, that gentleman there, if you want to give him the title of gentleman uh, who crossed over is the greater threat, but even he is less of a threat than an out of control weaponized FBI to the American people. And you talk about the priorities that they have here. They are not interested in going after that guy. We have what roughly 10 million people who've crossed in the last few years. 1% of 1% of that is 10,000. So if 1% of 1% are bad actors, that's 10,000 potential terrorists who are saying, look at me, I'm gonna, you're going to know my name one day. And instead, the FBI is interested in two things. They want to go after the headlines and the clout chasing. So that's why they will indict a murder for hire plot when the subject lives in Iran and is never going to be apprehended. Or they'll charge someone with some sort of war crimes who lives in Russia and we don't even know his last names because it gets them a headline. And secondly, they want to hit their quotas so they can get their budget enhanced by Congress and they can personally profit because senior executives get thirty to $50,000 bonuses when their quotas are met. And that's why they do adoptions of local cases, which is what you see with something like Las Cruces, New Mexico, where there was a robbery of a Lowe's store for a $500 air conditioner. And the FBI was bragging that they had sentenced that gentleman to 46 months in prison. That's not an FBI type of case, but it allows them to juke the stats and make sure that they get their bonuses. Wow. Man. All right. Well, flyover family, make sure you're following Steve at yeah. on Rumble, rumble.com forward slash amradpod, which stands for American Radicals Podcast. Love you can it. also follow him at Real Steve Friend on X. It's a great way of just kind of staying on top of everything that's going on. Steve, thank you so much for all of your work. Yeah. Thank you for your courage and your boldness to stand yeah. up and say, nope, this is not right and I will not bow. In, in, in a world of like duck faces and faux and filters and Instagram and just baloney, this guy's the real deal. If you ever complain mm-hmm. like, I'm sick of all the junk going on in our world, where are the real men at that are actually legit great husbands raising great kids? He's got a background there made of like real wood put together by a carpenter. You know, I mean, everything about this guy is, is, is real. In a world of like fake food and fake everything else, he is the real deal. And if, if you ever complain there's not enough of that, then then follow him because you need a, a steady flow of that nutrition into your mind and into your spirit because there's just not enough Steve friends out there. Thank you so much for your time, Steve. We really appreciate it. 
Public service announcements for all of you that eat and you survive based on food. Now, if you're... Uh, I think that's all of us. Well, there might be someone out there that's like, I don't actually eat. I just live, live on Skittles. I painted a picture of a butterfly. If you depend on, on a rounded diet uh, based on everything that you need, the minerals, the nutrients, everything involved, you need a good protein source. Nothing sustains the body like high-quality beef. They don't even have to put on the label anymore what's in our foods. But when we go to flyovermeat.com, we know it is clean meat. And the way that you know is because there's no lab-grown meat. They have a shelf life of actually 10-plus years on the meat. No mRNA jabs. Very important because, man, we do not want that in our body. All-American beef, high-quality product, and 100% natural. So eat well today and eat well tomorrow. So go to flyovermeat.com. Use promo code FLYOVER for a huge discount. For more great content, go to flyoverconservatives.com.